You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Seven oh seven in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson, ten third of the Voice, local news and talk. Uh, remember, we have our happy hour is going on at the Short Rest Tavern at Tucson Games and Gadgets on Monday the sixth. Got that right. And our buddy Mark is here. Howdy, greetings. I was going to be Good our morning. host, and he met with the Malta Joe yesterday, and. Uh, so your great space with meads, vino, and beer. Yes. And his Maltese delicacy is all at one happy hour. It should be quite amazing. Looking forward to it. So yes. 5.30 start. Remember, first day of Rito Racetrack opens up this Saturday, 1 p.m. Um, start time. I'll be out there. I'll let you know if Lucky Lupe is running, which is Dr. Filippo's horse. <laughs> uh, we got to go right to the phones. we got our friend U.S. Congressman David Schweikert on the line. David, good morning, sir. What are Maltese delicacies? No, well, I'm glad you asked. So there's, you should ask. So there's the number one thing that Joe makes is called a pastizzi. And basically, it's like a very multi-layered crispy pastry. And usually in Malta, it's filled with savory uh, fillings. And it's actually... And like, when you say Malta, you mean like the island. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. wow. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like the ultimate street food that these places can... Some of them are open 24 hours a day. And especially after, as the bars are open, you'll see all these people on long lines getting these little tasty pastizzi. And so the dough is amazing, lots of layers to it. And then he's getting smart, and he's actually wrapping like a good Hebrew national hot dog in it. So it's like the ultimate pig in the blanket. They're just amazing. So he's a great, uh, great I obviously starter. don't get out enough. No, that's unbelievably true. Uh, I was also thinking about you, a buddy of mine, Brad, who owns Pottery Fiesta and Quality Pottery here. He's getting into custom roasting of coffee beans in his backyard, oh, basically. Yeah. And um, uh, when I do mine, my neighbors, A, complain about the smoke, and B, all come over for coffee samples. Yeah, how could you not, right? <laughs> when you smell that, you're like, I want coffee. So he made me this, uh, he gave me a bag of Brazilian pearl pea berry coffee okay it was awesome i made a pot this morning and it was just bold on the front and smooth on the back just the way i like it it was really good i love it i love it so did you serve coffee to your uh, fellow republicans at the uh, con- at the uh, state meeting this last saturday of course i had i think it's 31 years now i've been providing the coffee How'd that go? It has cost me a fortune. My wife keeps looking at me going, I know we're going to do it again, but you do realize we could have bought a car for cash <laughs> with what we've spent over the years doing this. And that's her way of, you know, uh, in, in the old days, you used to talk about time and, well, it's going to take two television shows to get there. Remember when everything was a half an hour? Right. Um, now my wife, because she would really like a new car, does everything by... You know, it, it's that would cost us half of a new car, David. Why are you doing this? <laughs> so I know, I know, I know your wife is teasing you, but um, in the end, David doesn't really. You know, his the, the thing that I've seen you spend money on is coffee and home improvement projects. That seems to be your two. Oh, yeah. That yeah. seems to be your two big money problems. Uh, it's true. Look, um, which is not bad. Uh, There's worse things to spend money on. Yeah, um, uh, we we have sort of a family philosophy. You 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 never engage in things of vanity. So you don't wear fancy jewelry. You don't try fancy cars. We have a nice house, and we drink stunning amounts of coffee. So you know, it seems like a <laughs> nice balanced life. Uh, so you're you're turning into a little bit of a YouTube uh, 
You're like one of these influencers now, I think, on YouTube. But uh, yeah, it's a weird. It's it's something's going on out there in society when you have functioning a million some people willing to watch some idiot from Scottsdale um, stand in front of a television camera with a bunch of boards and talk about debt and economics and economic growth for half an hour. Um, but it's hopeful, actually. Um, maybe we're at that inflection where the American people are saying, okay, I'm tired of being talked to like a child. I'd really like to get away from the shiny object looking enraged and walk me through what the hell's really going on and what do we do to fix it? So it's happening. Um, I, I see this little niche happening, and the one that seems to be is Forbes magazine, right? So Forbes is taking these clips of various uh, congressional people who are making some good points, and they're pounding it out there and getting a really good following of people who want a little bit of meat on their video clip. So yeah, I, I think and, I think and, you're and falling into for that. Me what they, but for me, what they've been doing is doing, you know, like the entire speech instead of just the clips. And um, we had one from, you know, 10 days ago. I think it's over 600,000 views right now. Um, and, and some of the stuff I'm presenting is actually fairly complex. I well, mean, I do my very best to make it absorbable, but you're still talking things with 14 zeros. So the one, before we go to break, the one thing I want to talk about, the video from last week, which is the one where you, 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 you lost your temper a little bit. Okay, which is not very David-like. Yeah, far too much caffeine. Well, even with all that caffeine pumping through you, you usually don't do this. But you got pissed off because you were talking about you're sick of reporters, right? Oh, and we should talk about this because this is the big con that's going on right now. All right, hold that thought. That's a great That's a great radio tease, David Schweikert. So hold on. We're going to talk about the, the big con going on. It's uh, Groundhog's Day. Of course, it's the 33rd annual Groundhog Day show here at Wake Up Tucson. After David, we're going to do uh, we're going to do trivia uh, with Mark at Mar- Games Tucson Games and Gadgets, three great locations, and uh, you get to win uh, gift certificates to his wonderful stores. So Park Place Mall, Tucson Mall, and the Marana Outlet Malls. Now, Wake Up Tucson, 10:30. The Voice, local news and talk. All right, one of the best power trios ever created, the boys from Rush. Let's go to the phones. U.S. Congressman David Schweiker. David, how many espressos so far this morning, sir? One, two, three. <laughs> Five. Five, yes. No, no. But, but, but the last two, I've also, I've also done some foam on top. <laughs> so, look, my typical drink is um, one long shot and then a cappuccino on top of it. Look at that. Mr. Fancy. Now, uh, you know, I have one of those, uh, those, uh, those, it's like the little stick blender that can foam up uh, cream to make it oh, thing. It, Should, is that, is yeah, that, is I that, just, a, is that a poser move? I have to steam it to get the, the foam? No, I mean, look, you know, it's fine. You know, <laughs> it, it, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you only use it when you're out camping and you're roughing it. Um, I, I lost my mind and I did, I did not use taxpayer money, but I bought a really nice, cappuccino espresso machine for my office and it's it's my secret tool here um you know so like in the middle of the night you're you're here reading away and the capitol police are in making themselves espresso shots the cleaning people (laughs) uh, i I had this one there's this wonderful cleaning people in the cannon now and i've taught them how to make their own cappuccinos because you know they work all night um and it's as my mother used to say if you can't make friends rent them and I do it through coffee. 
The um, before we get to this congressional crap, um, what are this, I, I've never asked you this question. This is important. Traveling around Arizona, D.C., other places, what are the top three chain coffees? If you have to drink a, a chain coffee from a chain place, where what what are the top three David Schweikert preferences? Oh, actually, you're not going to like my answer. I'm one of those idiots who often just makes it at home and travels with a big that, that's thermos. Cu- that's cute, but just that's a, that's a good answer for a politician. Well, but give me give no, me no, one or two. If you if you were stuck and you had to go out to a chain place that someone would recognize to get coffee, where would you go? Um. Okay, let me do. Uh, I'm going to do some on the negative side. I haven't had that great a luck with Dutch Brothers. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm, I mean, it usually I'm starts with a, sugar, so that's why it's not really coffee. Yeah, haven't <laughs> had, and I'm not a Dunkin' fan. Well, how, about, um, how about Mickey D's? Yeah, I never had. Okay. Um, and remember, I'm cheap also. No, Mickey um, D's is cheap. Like, you know, okay, well, uh, tell me, put one in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of Mickey D's in Fountain Hills. Come on, buddy. So, oh, no, yeah. Oh, when you say Mickey D's, you mean McDonald's? Yes, sir. Sorry. Oh, screw you. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I thought this was like some Tucson chain. No, I no, 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 no idea no. what Mickey D's. McDonald's. No, I, 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 yeah, n- no. Okay. Um, so, you know. I finally stumped you. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, for so long I would hold meetings at Starbucks. Right. And uh, it's fine, but it, it always got a little creepy that I was showing up Starbucks for a meeting and then showing up with my own coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that. I've I've actually shown up. There's a hotel in Tucson that has the worst food ever. And when I sometimes I've been there for a banquet lunch for an association meeting, I actually brown bag it with something from Beyond Bread, and I sit there and eat the food from. I still pay the fee to sit and do the you know the lunch and everything, oh, yeah, but yeah, I just, yeah, I just I, won't I, eat I, the food. Everyone, yeah, I buy everyone else something, you know, because I have a family member who sends me McDonald's gift card, or excuse me, Starbucks, hey, you got me doing it, Starbucks <laughs> gift card. So. All right, let's get on something that's important. All right, so, um, I, so you, you, got, you got pissed off at your, yeah, you, right got, you got pissed off on your, on your clip last week about well, the press. And, and, okay, so the pollsters for the Democrats have figured out saying, okay, the way we're going to attack Republicans this cycle is we're going to accuse Republicans of wanting to cut Social Security and Medicare. And so they now, the Democrats, and these are you know, the same people you see all the time. They're the paid protesters that work for the DCCC or out in front of the building right now. They're following you around the, inside the Capitol with cameras running up saying, why do you want to cut Social Security and Medicare? And we're all looking at them going, huh? Um, it, it's, it, even today, the newspapers show up in front of the offices and they're wrapped in things, and it's some um, union front group. Oh, don't let you know conservatives and and the Republicans cut Social Security and Medicare. Up until a couple days ago, I was the senior Republican over Social Security. There's never, ever, ever been a member who's come to me and said, "Let's talk about cutting Social Security." It just doesn't happen. Social Security, according to the CBO, this is a couple days ago, Congressional Budget Office says you got 10 years left on the trust fund and it's gone. And at that point, average Social Security recipient will get about a 23% cut, and then the cuts get bigger over time. 
I don't mind having a discussion on how you save Social Security. Really hard to have that discussion on how you save it when the press and the Democrats that you must have work with you on the subject are saying, oh, they're trying to get rid of it, or they're trying to cut it. It's like they cared more about the politics and the weaponization of it than they gave a damn about saving it. And it just shows you how sick the left has become. They care so much more about winning the next election than they actually the morality of doing the job. Yeah. No. The, um, you've always talked about, when we've talked about this, how to save, try to at least mitigate the damage to Social Security, was always about growth, right? And yeah. growing revenue. And, you know, when you guys wrote the, tax, the Trump tax cuts, you, you, you made a little dent, right, for a... Oh, yeah. No, no, you know, it was in that eighteen nineteen economic growth and labor force participation and wages going up without inflation, um, we gained like an, a year, year plus of actuarial soundness, which is a lot of money. Um, and if we hadn't hit the pandemic, if we kept been able to keep that going, we wouldn't be talking about 10 years. You know, we'd be talking about 16, 17 years. But um, the math is the math. And what you find in Washington, D.C. is the math that most of my Democrat colleagues care about is the next elections math, not actually saving the country. Um, and then you have Medicare. Medicare is three quarters of all future borrowing. We've got to be honest about it. It's demographics. We've got old as a society. And the way you take that on is innovation, cures. You need a disruption in the cost of health care. You're not going to do it through moving financing around. Tell me about uh, your most recent one is America's are poor, Americans are poorer today than they were last year. How much poorer? Yeah, this is another one I was very angry about. Um, so you have the D's, the Democrats, and the White House talking about how great the economy is. And then at the very same time, you have the Jason Furman's of the world, and you know he's a right-winger. Um, that was sarcasm for anyone listening. That's, who's who's a, Jason Furman? Uh, a, a left-wing economist who's worked for the administration. Okay. Um, and making it the point, saying, for most of America, inflation has been going up substantially faster than their wages, meaning every single day you are a bit poorer. And parts of Maricopa County actually have the highest inflation in the continental United States, meaning my folks, the folks I represent, um, today are like 4.5% poorer than they were a year ago. They, they're actually, their purchasing power went down. They are poor. And that's pretty consistent across the country, maybe not at that same percentage. So all these folks who are desperately trying to happy talk the economy, fine, happy talk it. But when you go to the grocery store, when you go try to buy something, when you start to look at everything else in your life, most Americans are poorer today than they were just one year ago. I mean, it just has to be that way. I mean, just when you look at the cost of living your life, everything is just, it's just ridiculous. It's not even close anymore. It's just, and then you talk about shrinkflation of products. It's... Yeah, but but it's some... D.C. has always been a perverse place, but the intellectual vacuous um, press and others saying, well, that's not true. They would never say that's not true as long as it's a Democrat saying it. 
Uh, it hit me when I was walking down the uh, one of the aisles at Fry's, and this older couple were looking at, I, I kid you not, the bag of Funyuns, right? Which are basically well, you you have made um, you know what recreational there, so you know, <laughs> right? And so Funyuns, and the older lady turns to her husband, and she goes, six dollars for a bag of Funyuns? Get the hell out of here!" I, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but at some point. And I bet you, if you walked them and asked them how they were registered, they're Democrats, yeah. and they, but they and, and they have trouble associating the left's economic policies with the fact there's a six dollar bag of Funyuns. You are all true, all true. You they, again, it's just, um, what uh, what was, what was going to say here? So, what 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 what's what's ahead of you? What's what's on your? Uh, we got about a minute. What's what's ahead of you right now in your immediate? Uh, I'm about to race to a meeting where we're trying to organize um, my oversight chairmanship on ways and means and what we're going to start investigating and then, you know, trying to coordinate with a couple of the other major committees so we can do some of it together. So it's still a lot of laying out what we're about to go after. In addition to ways and means, any other committees that are new for you this year? No, I'll, I'll maintain the senior position on joint economics, so the economists will continue to work for me. Remember, Ways and Means is a committee where you don't get secondary committees. It's the jurisdiction is so large, and you you, you will you cover so much. Um, you know, the tax system, trade system, the Medicare system. The sure. you know, it just it, it goes on and on. Um, it's a single committee that's just exhausting. What are two low-hanging pieces of fruit when it comes to oversight and through ways and means for you? We, we need to almost immediately dive into the pandemic fraud. How big was the enhanced unemployment fraud? And we're seeing some researchers saying it may be the largest fraud in world history. Yikes. All right. Keep up the good work, sir. Have a great weekend. All right. Goodbye now. Later, buddy. Hey, I need you. Uh, you want to get in on Games and Gadgets trivia? I need you to queue up right now. 790-2040. Get online and win gift certificates to one of three fabulous Games and Gadgets stores. Wake up, Tucson. 10 of The Voice. Local news and talk. Real gamers listen to Rush. I'm just telling you that. It's one of the things that happens. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you're, you're already on my list this morning. You, you, you diss Cindy Lauper, so I don't know if we can be friends. I didn't. I didn't diss Cindy Lauper as somehow not talented. I'm just saying she's not rock. This is I, Mark I, from I Tucson Games and voice. Gadgets. There was no love in your voice talking about Cindy Lauper. All right, a little closer to that microphone. Sorry, that's better. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, so. Cindy Lauper. Now I need you. We need uh, contestants for our trivia thing. So seven nine zero twenty forty seven nine zero twenty forty, and you can win gift certificates to one of Mark's three beautiful stores: Tucson yes. Mall, Park Place Mall, and at the Marana Outlet Malls. Yes. So seven nine zero twenty forty. Now um, Cindy Lauper. She's in the possible nominees that you can vote for, which doesn't really mean anything because they'll pick it anyway, Right uh, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is Cindy Lauper a rock and roll act? And the answer to me is no. But you got to define rock and roll. True what, what's rock and roll? That's I love you. But, you know, Girls just want to have fun. It's a rock tune. It's kind of a broad spectrum. And what about She-Bop? She-Bop was good. She-Bop is the, the Goonies. Cl- Come on. Stop True it. Colors. She-Bop's <laughs> she as close as you're going to get. Change of heart is not horrible either.
but I'm not telling you. I'm just telling you. She's don't, not a rock act. Don't bring oh, up that song. Well, that, that song hurts. Sorry. Which one? Change of Heart? Yeah, it involves an old girlfriend in Germany. It's oh, all, oh, played it way man. too much. <laughs> Where did Chris cut you today? Oh, it hurt. Chris. You just hit uh, me. I can name all those songs, the, the the relationship songs that hurts, but let's just leave it there. We haven't done a good breakup song uh, oh, man, I got show so one many. day. Maybe that'll that'll come up next week. We'll I do mean, it. I broke up with all them girls. They I, they didn't break up with me. <laughs> of course, of course, I made the decision. Uh, how's uh how was uh how was the whole holiday season? Was it crazy? Was it was crazy? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I was really surprised how many dice we sold. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the holiday season well, was great. Why was that? So I, I think I know why dice are hot, right? Yeah, it's a reasonable price point. It's a reasonable price point. You needed to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, however, I have well, friends with dice problems. Was, we call it. Oh yeah, dice. Go- well, we have you know we have a big discussion. <laughs> Most people who just collect dice are called dice goblins. <laughs> And and then uh, there is the the apex which the apex which is called a dice dragon and it, there's a list that we have where if, in order to become a dice dragon you have to have so many sets of dice and certain types of dice and then we posted this on Facebook and I got called a gatekeeper of, <laughs> about dice it was weird but anyways there's there's levels of dice like collectors so you'd be pretty surprised and we've got I literally just got about a thousand dice in this week that are all different and stuff that you haven't seen before it's pretty amazing. So what happens is there are different colors, there are different textures, there's different materials, yep. Yep. and people collect them. Yeah, we've got. I mean, we just got some gemstone dice in. I mean, because gem mineral show, so we got a bunch of gem. Oh, gemstone dice in. We got metal redesigned. We got round dice uh, that are beautiful. Uh, so you you definitely don't want to miss out on the opportunity to take a look at those. I wonder if you could set up a uh, get a little round dice. Is, is that called a ball? Well, <laughs> it, it it is a ball, but it's, it the way it works, it's made out of metal, and there's a little bit of nubs on it that will stop it, so it has all the faces. And we're talking, it's a round dice with twenty sides on it. I don't I don't know how they designed it. It's pretty crazy. Well, I've seen a hundred sided. Yeah, there is a hundred sided die, sixty sided, thirty sided. Right, and when you roll this thing, it just I mean, I mine just keeps falling on the floor. So it goes and goes <laughs> and goes. You got to roll in a dice tray. <laughs> So. Uh, but what I was going to say is this, this one day in the future, there needs to be a Tucson Gem and Mineral show, little mini games and gadgets stand where all you sell are sexy dice. And that would be awesome. That would be excellent. Yes. I think you could do it. So, But dice sales have been doing good. They they didn't slow even with the D&D OG debacle that happened. I don't know if you're aware of that whole thing. So I don't know if I want to talk um, that much geek in front of the audience. <laughs> Hey, we sold out of other RPGs, which is great. So, <laughs> so all right, explain. So D and D is owned by Hasbro. Yes, right. And some some upper at Hasbro shot his mouth off. Is that what happened? Well, basically, what happens is for thirty years, when when TSR, the original Dungeons and Dragons company, was bought out, they did what's basically an open gaming license, which allows anybody to use the designs of Dungeons and Dragons in their in their games and their creations um, free. Uh, as long as it says Dungeons and Dragons on it. And what happened is the executives at Hasbro are really pushing Wizards of the Coast to make more money, monetize, do whatever. So some executive got the idea that, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change that free gaming license to we own anything that anybody makes under that gaming license. And if you make over a certain amount of money, we'll take 25% of that profit, uh, along with some other caveats. And then sent out a draft, they're calling it a draft letter, that people had to sign and say yes. And when people leaked that, the general public went crazy and backlash was out of control. And basically, it, there was a huge 
We hate Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Everybody was shifting to other games. They lost something like twenty percent of their online subscriptions for their D and D Beyond program. Uh, so it actually caused Wizards of the Coast to stop everything, retract, and say basically they're not changing anything. So it was kind of nice to see the public outcry. Uh, the big basically when you act like a big corporation, it's going to come squash everybody and take their money. People fought back, which was kind of nice to see. Uh, there's no reason for them to have to change that. That open gaming license, everything's going fine. D&D is at the height of its power. I don't know why you're trying to squeeze out all the little guys and become... It's it's just it was a dumb move, and they, they got punished for it. So, uh, I mean, they'll recover, but ultimately it was nice to see the public outcry. Well, and Hasbro just doesn't really understand their client. No, not at all. Right, it, and that's that's what that... That's and, you what, know, their market share went down like by 7% or something like that. Which is stupid for them, too, because they have a Dungeons & Dragons movie coming out at the end of March. Yep. Which exactly. should take them to another level. I don't know how good this movie is going to be. I, you know, people are saying because the other movies that they did were pretty low class, pretty horribly produced. This one looks really good. I'm really excited for it. Um, I mean, it's got Chris Pine in it, so he doesn't normally do crappy stuff. So um, I, th- I think it's going to be good. I know they've got some other ones planned. So uh, my fingers are crossed. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. At least, at least be a good action film, some good special effects. It's in the fantasy genre, which we don't get a lot these days. So correct. And um, as 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 there, it looks correct in relation to reflecting the game, except for one thing. Everyone can calm themselves on. We're we're good. Uh, n- now, uh, thank you. Uh, so before oh, we go to break, let's talk about Monday. We're having we're going to be at the Short Rest Tavern. That is correct. Right, Tucson Mall. So how do people the total rookies who've never been to your place? How do they find? What's the best way to park? Well, you want you want to park at the entrance that's between Dillard's and the old Sears, basically the north side of the mall. Uh, come in the set of doors right there. Walk straight ahead. You will see Tucson Games and Gadgets. Go into Tucson Games and Gadgets and look around at all the, our beautiful games. Or you can veer to the right, go down the long hallway into the secret Short Rest Tavern. And what is the uh, what are the uh, what are the beverage offerings that you guys have at the short red? Short we have we have basically beer, we have wine, we have your soda, your tea, your coffees. We also have fermented spirits, and what those are are wine based uh, alcohols that have the same flavoring of tequila and vodka and whiskey. Sounds they're just wine based, so sounds, they're a little sweeter. But you sounds can, revolting. No, it's delicious actually. <laughs> and you can get all you can actually get all of your mixed drinks and things like that, like you normally would using those. Um, and like I said, there really is the flavoring is the same, maybe just a tad sweeter. But we we've mixed them and come up with all kinds of concoctions. And Monday we'll have some special ones that we've whipped up for the for the. Wakey's. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many uh, beers do you guys offer? Uh, any, between thirty and forty different beers. We've got we've got uh, six beers on tap. We've got mead. We're the mead capital of we think Arizona. Probably thirty two different types of meads, which is a honey wine, all different flavors. Wow. Um, as well as we've got your your wines and things like that too. Very cool. All right, let's go to break. Uh, we need some contestants for trivia. If not, he's going to ask me questions and then try to embarrass me in front of everybody. Seven nine zero two zero four zero is the phone number. You're on Wake Up Tucson, ten thirty. The Voice, local news and talk. Oh, here we go. A little Queen kind of magic. Perfect. Wake Up Tucson, ten thirty. The Voice, local news and talk. And if you'd like to play trivia with Chris and Mark, give us a call five two zero seven nine zero two zero four zero five two zero seven nine zero twenty forty. All right, welcome back to Wake Up Tucson show. We're looking for some trivia participants. Seven nine zero two zero four zero is the phone number. Uh, we have happy hour going on at Mark's fabulous Short Rest Tavern 
on uh, at Tucson Mall, second level, right next to the closed Sears. You'll see the big yellow sign. And he said, park on the north side between Dillard's and the dead Sears. Walk mm-hmm. in, and you'll see that big yellow bright sign in front of you, and just walk for that. And then towards the back side on the right, there's a little little hallway that'll take you into the short rest. Yes. So uh, you're doing tr- one of the wakeys messaged me. I'll have to find out who it was. She uh, went to one of your trivia nights and with her buddy and had a total blast. Yeah, it's been great. We get we get real busy. It's a lot of fun. Um, we've also got a new entertainment coordinator, so he's uh, we're kind of stepping up our production value of our trivia's as well. So beautiful. Um, it's getting it's getting it's going to be a lot of fun. The um, you, you're doing gem and mineral show trivia. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's going to be super hard, but it's actually going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it it it's general min- minerals, but also in relation to maybe movies and other media type stuff. So it's not just like what's the uh, chemical makeup of a diamond it's nothing like that right that's know? what I'm, that's what i'm worried about yeah it's 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 questions that'll be able to be answered okay most most of them some are difficult though i mean we don't want to make it too easy and we have a lot of teams that are uh, very competitive um as well as teams that are fun and we have some teams that will come in there and they just kick everybody's butt and they're, they're out of nowhere so uh we have a lot of fun and usually it's usually geek knowledge Geek centric, generally. Um, we what we've started this year. Uh, normally, we basically would have a, a pool of topics that we would come up with, but what we've started to do that the, by request. We now hand out sheets in the first couple of weeks, and the audience actually gets to vote on what the next month's topics are. Oh, very cool! Uh, so that's worked out really well because people are able to. We we have all different types of things that are coming up this these coming weeks. Love it. All right, 790-2040 is the phone number to get in the queue, get online to uh, try to win a gift certificate to one of Mark's three great stores. Let's go to Brushfire Sean. He's on line three. Sean, you're on with Chris and Mark. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Uh, no landfill questions, please. <laughs> we were just... <laughs> Last time Sean was on, we were talking about the city of Tucson is offering up a Valentine's Day tour of their landfill so you can take your loved one and oh yeah, I saw that story. Oh, <laughs> and do it up. So, some people have said it's a very good tour. I'm just saying, the idea that we're offering it up on Valentine's Day. <laughs> do do they get free masks? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Are they going to let you? They're going to let you walk around outside at the landfill without your mask. Oh That's yeah, the yeah. Other gosh, forbid. Thing, so. gosh forbid. All right. Um, what's your? Uh, let, let's start off, Mr. Br- uh, Sean. What's our first? Uh, our first category for Sean. All uh, right, we are going to do uh, geography. Are uh, you ready, sir? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, what is the geographical term for a ring-shaped coral island? A toll for a thousand, Alex. That is correct. Nice. Wow, look at this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Chris has never heard me this lucid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going we're gonna to move on to entertainment now. Just test your knowledge of entertainment. What term did disc jockey Alan Freed popularize? Alan Freed. Freed. Alan Freed. Was he the guy that introduced Elvis? May I have a clue? Yeah, sure. It's in that genre. It's something we talked about in the first hour today. Yep. I was outside. Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom! Rock, rock around the clock. I don't, I don't know. Ah, you were close. He coined the phrase uh, "rock and roll." So, oh, yeah. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that, you know, geez, <laughs> Louise. All right, here we go. Right we're, below the belt. We're going to go on to history, sir. 
Oh, All right. boy. What city was President William McKinley shot in? I'll give you a hint. New York City. Oh, uh, not too late. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. They were very close to getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's not a hint for me. Are you talking about this Super Bowl? That's yeah, exactly. I'm well, go with, I'll, I'll um, tell you what. It was, Miami. It was Buffalo. Oh, okay. Buffalo. That's all right. Well, well that's, a, that's a that's good trivia. I like that one. That's all right. No worries. No worries. Okay, you got to get these next. Yeah, three this correct. is four out of six. trouble. This yeah. is four out of six. So if you miss I'm any of the next trouble. three, you're out. So. All right, here we go. Um, what this is uh, this is arts and literature. All right. Oh, no. What book did the McWhorter twins originate to settle arguments in English pubs? What book? Yes. Oh, my God. I think I know. Mind your P's and Q's? No, the Guinness Book of World Records. So people oh, wouldn't argue right. anymore over, you know, who ran the fastest or any of that stuff. They made a book so people could refer to it and know those things from around the world to stop fights. It was, it was, it was for that humanitarian purposes. Who knew the Irish That's could be? Who knew the Irish were so into peace? Yes, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so that is so you've only, you got no chance now, sir. So you only got two questions. Well, left. I hope everybody else will get involved at least. I, no, I, I I am so happy that you were our first contestant today. So yes. thank you, Sean. I appreciate it, sir. Hey, hey, thank you guys for the show. I appreciate the hard work. You Come on over on Monday. Let's see, let's see you on Monday. I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna be pretty darn looser. Beautiful. Excellent. We'll help you. Okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Later, buddy. 790-2040. Get in line for trivia. Uh, we'll go over the top of the hour if we have to. 790-2040. Chris, I got a, I got a gem and mineral question for you right now. Hear me. All right. You ready? Which two gems are actually the same mineral? But people don't realize it. Any idea? Uh, I feel like it's diamond. Mm. Nope, we're already out of trouble. Mm. All right, what is it? Ruby and sapphire. They are the same. I did not know that. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> you will be able to sleep tonight. Good. You have gem and mineral trivia, which is the topic of our trivia this week. The uh, Matt's uh, getting somebody else on right now, but if you want to ask, uh, ask me one more. Ask me one more. Oh, well, actually, we'll get it right now. Seven nine zero twenty forty. Seven nine zero twenty forty. Is that Ken? Let's go to Ken on line forty-seven. Ken, you're on with Chris and Mark from Games and Gadgets. What's up, sir? I'm ready. All right. We're going to start with. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Excellent. We are going to start with geography. What okay. country? Borders Denmark to the south. Germany. That is correct. And to show how old this version of this, it says West Germany. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to entertainment. Uh, what was the uh, name? It totally feels like a boops thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what was the name of Roy Rogers' dog? Wow. Oh, that's, a, that's an old one. Oh, my goodness. Well, it wasn't trigger. It pew, was pew, uh, pew. Um, bullet. Hey, good answer. Correct. <laughs> good job. <laughs> that is correct. Um, 
Now, if you called your, if you were someone famous and called your dog Bullet, now you would trigger half of America, right? Now. I know. Oh, gosh forbid. Gosh forbid. That, that, that's why I was hesitant to say it. I, I was going to trigger myself. We we don't trigger easy here. <laughs> Who knew it was going to? I didn't really even think about the trigger thing when I said trigger. So oh, here we go. Oh, double. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Let's move on with the comedy here. Okay. Um. We are going to go to history. What was the favorite? Weapon, I guess we're in a theme here. Weapon of George Kelly and Kate Barker. Um, well, that was Bonnie and Clyde, wasn't it? And was that uh, maybe a shotgun? I didn't see the movie. It's the machine gun, the Tommy gun. Oh, machine gun Kelly. Correct. Very violent card you have here. Today. I, I don't know. Um, I think Sean should have, you know, might have had a better gun knowledge on. <laughs> yes, you think, you think. All right, we're going to move on to arts and literature. Oh. Who, who's the hero of Valentine Davies' Miracle on 34th Street? Who is the hero? Well, Santa Claus. We will take that. It's Chris Kringle. Yes, absolutely correct. Beautiful. All right, so we got... We got two questions left. If you get one of the next two correct, you are a winner of a gift certificate. Yes, you are. All right, we're going to move on to science and nature. Ooh, okay. How fast does a bullet come out? What is the term for a limestone deposit rising from the floor of a cave? Still ag Mike. That is correct. Woo! Winner. And you know how you you know how you uh, know the difference? I think so. It might reach the ceiling. Ceiling? The other one hangs tight from the ceiling. Ah, yes, that's right. That's right. Nice. You want you want to put in a kicker for a bonus question? Yeah, yeah we'll do we'll do another additional $5 on your card. Love it. What term applies to the aroma of wine? Bouquet. Yes, that is correct. Look, Look at you. Very nice. Out All right. of control. All right, so, uh, Ken, thanks for playing. And what you're going to do is Mr. Matt will uh, take you off air, and he'll get your name, and uh, he'll give it to Mark, and uh, which and just tell him which store is easiest for you to pick it up at. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, thanks Great. for listening. Thank thanks you. for playing. Appreciate it. See you Monday, we hope. Absolutely. Happy hour at Mark's place, Short dun, dun, Rest dun, dun, Tavern. Dun, dun, dun. This uh, Short Rest Tavern thing, how has that played out for you from from the the crazy dream you had of building a tavern behind your game store to where you're at now? Has it has it has it basically been beyond your expectations? Um, or exactly it's, it's, what's going of- right along with my plan? No, it, it, it's greater than ever I ever imagined. Actually, it's been awesome. Um, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I had a plan, a business plan, uh, but as far as like the store growing and having multiple locations, it's just been great. So it's excellent. Thank you, Tucson. Well, again, you saw the you saw the need. Yes, it's, yes. Not, it's not like we didn't have game stores in the past, right? Correct. But it's, but it's the idea we didn't have a game store to this level or feel. You, yeah, you know, it's. It, it's kind of funny if you if I do a lot of tours of game stores and and most of them to me nothing against the owners or the people but they're just they're just boxes with with a clerk and the games in there and 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 you're lucky to get a high when you come in the door but we want to make more we we are more than just a retail location we're a destination we want you to have fun and come in and play with us well the other thing is it always feels weird because people say Mark's the first game store I've been to 
that doesn't have the foldable plastic gray tables from right. uh, from Costco as yeah. the only place to play. We we try to make it uh, an experience. All right, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do one more segment of trivia, and then uh, we'll let Mark get on his way. But seven nine zero twenty forty, we'll do one more segment to see if you can win certificates to Tucson Games and Gadgets.